Are you really worried about gas prices? Are these gas prices making you sweat? Renegade Nation, your cleanliness is a reflection of you, especially below the belt. And I've had a beard for a long time, but I never thought about taking care of my testicles with the same time and effort that I do my face. That's why you have to check out Ballsy. They make men's products for man parts. It's no secret that testicles are prone to odor, sweat, irritation. So upgrade your testicle game with Ballsy. They make quality, long-lasting products formulated to keep you fresh, comfortable, and confident. Whether you're a guy who loves lawn work and drinking a cold one in your man cave, or you're interested in self-care but don't want to smell like cupcakes or flower arrangements, Ballsy is for all the guys who want a great product to serve your testicle needs. Ballsy is made from only the good stuff like essential oils and plant extracts. No sulfates, power beans, synthetic dyes, and of course, no testing on animals. So when in doubt, Renegade Nation, go for it all. The Sack Pack is the ultimate trifecta of products specifically formulated to take care of your most prized possessions. Not sure where to start? Well, Take their quick to get a customized system tailored to your personal sacitation. And it's made in the USA. All ballsy personal care products are proudly produced in the U.S. and always will be. And it's a perfect gift for any time of the year or even a gift for yourself. Ballsy's ball-focused hygiene practices will improve your daily comfort, skin comfort, and keep you smelling incredible. They guarantee with over 200,000 satisfied customers, Renegade Nation, and a 30-day money-back guarantee, you've got to give Ballsy a try. So keep the funk off your junk, Renegade Nation. And right now, if you go to ballwash.com, let me, let me repeat that to you, ballwash.com forward slash Renegade, and put in the promo code Renegade, you'll receive 20% off your order of $50 or more. That's 20% off when you go to ballwash.com slash renegade and put in the promo code renegade. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, left-wing fake news is having all kinds of problems right now. You've got Media Matters. They're having a problem with a former rogue reporter accusing them of sexual assault and covering it up. You've got the Washington Post with a couple problems. They've got the continuation of Taylor Lorenz lying. For some reason, they won't fire the liar, Taylor Lorenz. That's an odd one. They keep publishing her work, even though she gets caught lying. She's been caught in a more recent lie. And then there's... um, some odd bullying or censorship coming from within of the Washington Post as well. Uh, it's the left eating itself, and it's all happening right now. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, Vice, apparently, apparently Vice, the esteemed leftist liberal publication Vice, is apparently laying some people off as well. And so uh, here is a reflection from a Vice reporter um, what he's doing right now in these trying times. Target. 
So if you're a venture capitalist watching this, I'm urging you to buy Vice so you can keep it together and we can keep creating articles. Like, there's no bigger turn on than watching my partner sleep with another man. Cucks tell us about the first time they were cucked. Gay men are getting into cucking. We talked to a professional cuck about the alt-right. And he didn't like it. The secret lives of cuck-holding gigolos of India. And the women with the cheating fetish. And it's like society doesn't even care about real journalism these days. How to have gay sex without being gay. Why so many straight men are having sex with gay men. The more straight people drink, the more they're into gay sex. Scally lads are Brits who like to smell stinky socks and have sex in tracks. It's a classic. I mean, when I was younger, I no. wish I had bloggers to explain to me what it would be like to live life as a heterosexual man. Not to mention some of the articles on that topic I haven't even written yet. I was working on this article today titled, I'm a straight man currently married to one of the men that I met at the orgy, oh, but my investigation's still ongoing. Learning a lot, though. It's too cold. Hey, it's me, Mark. We met at the brothel last night when I was doing my research with you and the other three guys. Are you a venture capitalist by chance? Meet the men who have a fart fetish. This is what it's like at one of London's piss dungeon orgies. Photos of fetish pups frolicking at a leather convention. What it's like to have your balls inflated. I can't decide whether I want to have a sex slave. My love affair with a tree taught me to express my sexuality. I fertilized my salad with period blood. And that article revolutionized the food and munchie section. I'm on my knees begging venture capital. Our work is not even close to done. Don't break up the dream team. How sneeze fetishes found acceptance. <laughs> I've dabbled a bit myself. I'm 90% finished meet the Christian men taking back the word gay lord. You know, my team's revolutionized the health and wellness space by helping people get healthier with articles like my search for a fat positive doctor. Fat guys talk about living life as fat guys. No one should worry about working out right now. And I'm depressed, but is that actually a problem? So if this happens, I guess what? People just aren't going to be healthy anymore? I'll tell you what, if Walter Cronkite was alive, he wouldn't let this happen. I have a prosthetic leg and here's how I have sex. Spoiler alert, you take it off. My female colleagues deserve a medal for articles like old men I want to have filthy sex with. A girl's guide to screwing older men. And it's weird when men marry a woman that's decades younger than them. Well, did you tell them about some of the articles I planned to write, like Nation of Islam's first trans cum dumpster? I have so much more to offer the blogosphere. You know, right now I'm working on 10 reasons why buckets of lard are actually super healthy. Anyone who trades crypto is a moron and also crypto sexist for not having enough women trading. And if I guess if they shut us down, it's all for nothing that I wrote the article, I cut my penis off to experience what a woman does and it's mainly just pain, predominantly in the groin area. You know, I'm just begging venture capital, please pour more money into us. You know, our work is not close to done. All right, well, that was comedian Ryan Long, not an actual Vice reporter. But those headlines were actual real headlines from Vice magazine. That's the kind of stuff they actually published. And they're shocked at why they would be going out of business or being scrapped for parts. <laughs> Oh, my liberals. Holy smokes. An entire new class of mental derangement. And uh, that's just part of it. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A little comedy to begin the war room today. By the way, uh, so I'm now going on hour four, doing double duty today. Most of my news coverage happened today on The Jones Show. So if you're looking for a bunch of news coverage, that's going to be from The Alex Jones Show today who's on vacation. I do have some more news I'm going to get into, but I got great guests coming up. Uh, Kara Castronova with uh, big January 6th news, and then Evelyn Ray uh, with some news on some crazy stuff that's happening in Australia. And then once I get those guests on and cover the other news, I think we'll have some time for phone calls today as well here on the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com.
gentlemen. It is Tuesday, June 7, 2022. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm your host, Owen Troyer. I can't even say my own name now. I'm like Joe Biden. I can't even move my lips. I'm suffering severely like Joe. No, I'm just on hour number four of live transmissions today. And so most of my news coverage happened filling in for Alex on the Alex Jones Show. I do still have news to cover and I've got great guests coming up, Kara Castronova and Evelyn Ray. And I was going to help promote something that's happening right now in defense of the political prisoners of the Democrat Party in regards to January 6th. But now that the Democrats are pushing the gas on their January 6th propaganda and ramping it up, I'm just going to go ahead and push the gas right back. And so... We'll have some breaking news on that front with Kara Castronova coming up here in less than 30 minutes. That's going to be at 3.30 Central. And then in the second hour, it's Evelyn Ray. I do have other news that I want to get to. Let me do this, actually. Well, no, we'll we'll cover all the January 6th coming up later. But let me do this because I was mentioning this last night and um, it happened. What did I say? I said the only chance we have of conservative news outlets picking up the drag queen dance time for kids in Dallas over the weekend is if Tucker Carlson covers it last night. Now, while Tucker Carlson, I think maybe spent definitely less than five minutes on it, it wasn't much, and I think it was right at the end of his television show on Fox, but he did cover it. He did mention it. He showed some of the clips. That was all the coverage that happened last night on the media, just like I predicted. But now today, Newsmax is covering it. OAN is covering it. And now all the other conservative outlets that kind of follow Tucker's lead are now covering the extremely inappropriate behavior that happened in Dallas over the weekend It's called liberalism. It's called Democrats. It's called pedophilia. It's called child abuse. And it happened this weekend in Dallas, and we all saw it. And they've got another event coming up on June 12th. In fact, let me try to go back through this huge stack of news already covered on the Jones Show to try to find it because uh, that's what we do here is we put that information out, and then it gets picked up and spread, and then all the great activists – push back against this evil. And so now it's happening on June 12th. Arlington, Texas is having a Disney drag brunch. Oh, Disney drag brunch. But they're not targeting kids. Oh, no. That's this Sunday, June 12th. They have two Disney drag brunch shows. I guess these uh, heifers that uh, these these heifers uh, need two meals. And so uh, Troy's Inside Texas Live June 12th, Disney Drag Brunch, and there's going to be a bunch of fabulous drag queens out there. Oh, so fabulous, the drag queens. So uh, you think people will show up to protest that coming up? Coming up this Sunday? I have a feeling. And so thank God Tucker did cover it because then others covered it, and even former... Trump administration officials are are talking about it and covering it. And they're pointing out the obvious. 
And, and I understand this, people saying, hey, just don't whitewash everything as pedophilia. It kind of hurts the bottom line message. And I got some of that after yesterday's war room. I don't completely disagree, even though I would say that if, if it's not pedophilia, it's certainly flirting with pedophilia, bordering on the lines of pedophilia, but fine. It certainly should be considered child abuse and would have been uh, in any other time in American history. And it is most certainly 110% inappropriate. But when you've got former Trump administration officials going on news and and they're talking about it and they're saying it's sexual abuse, uh, okay, people are starting to get it. People are starting to get it. But they are not stopping. They're only ramping it up like this weekend in Dallas again. Well, I guess it's not Dallas. I guess it's Arlington technically. So just outside of Dallas, Fort Worth area. It's not going to stop. And so a Texas lawmaker, and I I forget who it was, this this is how you politically respond to this. It's actually brilliant. A Texas lawmaker here has proposed legislation making it illegal for children to go to drag shows. So it's basically just reiterating children can't go to bars or children can't go to strip clubs. Um, But the left is now taking them to drag events. And so it's now children can't go to drag events. And this is why it's so genius. You need to force the Democrats to defend this publicly. That's what you need to do. Force the Democrats to defend this publicly and politically. It's one thing for it to be the culture war, which many times stays beneath the surface. And even though drag queen story time for kids and uh, you know drag time, dance time, it's not going to lick itself for kids, even though that is Democrat Party policy, even though that re- is right out of the halls of the Democrat Party, they're still kind of able to have it as some sort of aberration like they're not actually involved in it, it's not theirs, they don't, have, they don't have to promote it, they don't have to defend it, and it becomes kind of this culture war, street-level fight, uh, you know, politically, culturally. But if you propose legislation that says kids can't go to drag events, now you're forcing the Democrat Party to take a political stance and take a public stance and defend what most people would probably view as either pedophilia or child sex abuse, but every person would certainly view as inappropriate. That is, of course, except the sexual deviant, brainwashed, demonic, leftist liberals that engage in it and promote it. So force the Democrats to defend it publicly. Force the Democrats to tie themselves and their policy to this derangement, to this sexual abuse of kids, to this inappropriate behavior, make them own it because we all know it's theirs. We all know whose it is. So make them own it, make them defend it. That is the correct move. And again, I'm not sure any of it happens if it's not for Tucker Carlson last night, folks. I'm not sure any of it happens. And 
I don't even like to put out so much of the lines of communication. It's not as much that. But let's just say that, um, let's just say, thank God Tucker Carlson's crew is so great. Let's just put it like that. Let's just say, thank God Tucker Carlson's crew is so fantastic. Thank God. So, thank God for that. Thank God for this audience. Thank God for those activists. Thank God for Tucker Carlson's crew. Thank God for Tucker Carlson. And now because Tucker Carlson covered the inappropriate behavior by Democrats with kids this weekend in Dallas, now legislatures are, legislators are proposing laws to stop this from happening again, and all other conservative news outlets are starting to cover it. So I've seen the follow-up already today since Tucker Carlson covered it, and if he didn't cover it last night which that was our only hope of getting it covered, and that was our only hope of the dominoes falling. And thank God they did it. Thank God they did it. So, the Democrats, the libs, the perverts aren't going to stop. Now it's up to making laws to stop them and forcing them to defend this behavior publicly. Let's see if the Democrats will go there. Let's see if the Democrats will publicly stand with drag queen dance time, strip time for children. I want to take a minute out to address the viewers and listeners of InfoWars and to remind you that we've been vindicated and that world government and its tyrannical aim of depopulation is now out of the open. Everything you and I have done together has been historic. And we cannot continue in this fight without your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history right now while you still can to get the third and final coin in the founding member coin series, the come and take it free men bear arms coins at 1776coin.com. In just a few days, this coin will be gone forever and you will have the coin in your possession and know you helped InfoWars stay on air at the most critical time in our 28 year history. So I want to thank you all for your support. I want to encourage you all part of history and to get this historic memento that keeps us on air at infowarstore.com or 1776coin.com while you still can. The powerful combination of both vitamin C and zinc are great stepping stones to leading a healthier life. InfoWars has made it easier to make sure you are getting enough in your system with a supplement that contains both. This InfoWars Life offering vitamin C plus zinc with rose hips should be your next purchase from the InfoWars store. The rose hips contained within are a part of the rose flower just below the petals that contain the rose plant seeds. Natural chemicals found in the hips may even be helpful for a variety of health conditions, including those with osteoarthritis and for those with pain after surgery, studies have shown. As for vitamin C and zinc themselves, you probably already know that they play an important role in nutrition, immune defense, and the maintenance of your everyday health. It has been reported that intake of both is often inadequate, even in affluent populations like here in America. So next time you visit, be sure to check it out at InfoWarsStore.com, where we promise our rose hips don't lie. Show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it could be your last chance to get the third and final edition of the InfoWars founding member Silver Coin at InfoWarsStore.com and 1776Coin.com. We are down to our final thousand, our final thousand on this limited edition exclusive piece of InfoWars history that helps build and promote our live transmissions and platforms. We are down to the final thousand now. So get your orders in before they sell out. It could happen any hour now at 1776coin.com. All right. I've got some madness for you here. Oh, my gosh. I've got, it's just. Remember the uh, Milwaukee Brewers are going to be doing a drag show before their ball game. That should be fun. You go to watch a baseball game, and then there's a dude in a leotard uh, humping air. Uh, that's what you expect when you walk into the ballpark. Oh, hey, look, a big bearded man in a, in a, in a leotard humping the air in the, in the ground. And uh, Wow, wow, baseball games these days. What happened? And so one of the individual performers at uh, Brewer Drag Queen Dance Time is Dora Diamond. And so this is the type of crap the left is promoting for children, and this is the type of crap that the left is now trying to bring to market in every sector of our lives, forcing you uh, this sexual perversion, deviant propaganda. I bring to you Dora Diamond coming soon to a ballpark near you. Your pain, your tears, my joy, good times, bad boys. Yeah. Work it, baby. Oh, my God. Can you imagine walking into a baseball game and this is going on? I mean, what do you do? You leave? (laughs) Check your pulse? God. Look at this. Yeah, don't bring your girlfriend to the ball game. Might get jealous. I mean, just look at that gut. Thank you for showing that mid-drift. Oh, that is just... Oh, no. Don't do it. No. Not the jacket. Oh. And the tassels. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Coming to a ballpark near you. Oh, oh, she's coming off the stage now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dora Diamond at your Milwaukee Brewers ballpark. Don't be afraid, kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look at this. What is going on? Now she's pulling a Beta O'Rourke and uh, getting climbing all over the bar top. Yeah, I, I would I would probably sterilize that uh, bar top. Maybe the whole bar, actually. But, I mean, the talent level here. I mean, clearly very talented. At what? I'm not sure, but there it is.
All right. All right. Yeah, there you go. Boy, oh boy. Mm -mm -mm. I don't know if there's any level of super male vitality or alpha power or bleach in the eyes that can cure that. Seriously, I remember I would go, we'd, I'd go to ball games with my dad, my friends, and every once in a while they would have, you know, live concerts going, little promos going. The Fred Bird, the Cardinals mascot, maybe up there with some cheerleaders. They're throwing out t shirts. You got some guys singing. They're doing events. It was fun. It was family friendly. Now you go to the ballpark and it's a 300 pound dude in a gymnastics leotard and like a. What is that, like a general hat on that he's bedazzled out doing a striptease and they call it drag queen dance time? Since when is that even a thing? Oh, my God. How does an individual like that even fit into women's clothing? I guess that's another sign of the times. You know, women's clothing is now you got to get the 8X to get some of these hippos in it. So I guess for men, for these big burly men, they are able to fit into women's clothes nowadays because they're built for 800-pound rhinos. So, I mean, that that's like your average. I guess that's probably just a size medium now. Today's market, that's just a size medium. You should see the triple XL. We have to expand doorways just to get them through. You know, they take up two seats on an airplane. All right. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean to overweight people here. That's not the point here. They're not attacking children. It's uh, it's just the the optics of how ridiculous it all is. But that's my point. Is like, oh, I, I'd walk into a ball game. Maybe you go an hour early. You want to see batting practice? Hey, hey, look, hey, look. There's a show going on. Fred Bird's throwing out T-shirts, and hey, some guy's singing and playing the guitar. You know, singing some classic songs. Everybody knows. Hey, that's fun. That's family friendly. Okay, you can enjoy that. What type of audience is going to be attending? I don't even know what they're calling it. They're calling it drag night at the Brewers game. It's all part of the gay pride deal. You walk into the ball game with your son and his friends. Like, hey, let's go watch some batting practice. And you walk in, and there's a 300-pound man in a tutu dry-humping the floor talking about his genitalia. And then the Twilight Zone theme starts playing in your head and you grab your kids as quickly as possible to get them away from that. That's like you see a, a bear in the woods. You get, you know, get away from that bear. Like that's the instincts here. Like you see a, you see a pervert, you see a deviant dancing for kids at a ball game. Uh, yeah, Run. Run. Hey, yeah, uh, what section are the drag queens in? Okay, 136. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead and go to 160. I'm gonna go to the opposite side. Can you imagine the foul odors? Oh. I mean, you're working up a sweat dancing like that. And you know they're they're not gonna tone it down. Notice they don't tone it down for the kids. Like they don't tone it down. They ratchet it up. And so they're thinking, hey, we got a new audience. They're letting us do perverted activities for kids now. Hey, we got a new audience. They're letting us into Major League Baseball stadiums to do our, to do our gay stuff now. Let's really put on a show. 
Let's really show them what's good. So, I mean, what kind of activities, folks? Do you even want to imagine that? Drag queen. Drag queen time at the ball game. Daddy, daddy, what's that? Well, son, that's a mentally deranged liberal man dressed as a woman dry humping the air. Don't be like that, son. Don't be like that at all. Now let's go watch a ball game. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. This one has been very popular. It sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, Rocket Rest, both great. Comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. Survival Shield X2 Nascent Iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, have, have you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super Male and Super Female Vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, we have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh, are, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of those. Infowars.com forward slash show. Decoding enemy transmissions so you get the truth. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer at band.video. have exhausted their cycle of issues, current issues, try to rally a voting base. And so what they do is they test all these things, see how many activists they can get out on the streets, and they use that as a test to see what is going to be the most effective strategy to mobilizing voters in the midterm. So you've seen them try Ukraine, abortion, gun rights, and now they've circled all the way back to January 6th. And they've hired an ABC News executive, producer, editor, uh, director to now run their January 6th show hearings as a mainstream media television stunt. So that's what the left is doing as they continue to hold Americans uh, in solitary confinement as a political stunt. They have political prisoners as a stunt. They don't care about their lives. They don't care about their families. They don't care about the suffering. They care about their own power and their own political agenda. That's why they're holding these prisoners. While Democrat DAs and judges release violent criminals back on the streets, like uh, you run a mom over pushing her baby in a, in, a, in a baby stroller, guess what? They release you from jail. Isn't that nice? Your Democrat attorneys that try to firebomb buildings in New York, the DOJ steps in and says, hey, you already got a 30-year prison sentence. Don't worry, we'll have you out in no time. But, oh, you stood in D.C. on January 6th. You breathed air in D.C. You looked at the Capitol, and they're going to try to ruin your life. I know all about that, but this isn't about me. This is about the people that are rotting in a jail right now. And Kara Castronova has been one of the great journalists reporting on this at the Gateway Pundit and other places, doing everything she can for justice for these individuals that have been so wronged uh, not just by the Democrats, but by the Republicans as well. The the complete ignoring of this story by Republicans is 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 
almost just as bad as the criminal Democrats that are doing it. So a lot to cover, but I have a feeling, Kara, that they're pushing the January 6th thing hard again because they know Americans are learning the truth about what happened on January 6th, how the people that died that day were Trump supporters, not police, and that there's a two-tiered justice system where Democrats, liberals, and they can commit crimes all day long, but a Republican isn't even allowed to breathe or have a crooked toenail. They get thrown into solitary confinement. So there is a big documentary about to come out about January 6th. I think that has them panic, uh, panicking right now. Kara, uh, what can you tell us about this? I mean, like you said, it's a political stunt, and a lot of Americans don't know, and I'm sure they will not be mentioning it in their hearing, that four Trump supporters died that day. One of them was Ashley Babbitt, and there were three others. And there's documented proof and facts that show that police were more than likely responsible for the other three deaths that day. So they will not be talking about that in the hearing. And um, America needs to know that in the documentary, The Truth About January 6th, um, which I encourage everybody to go check out on j6truth.org, well, actually, you'll find more truth and more investigation in there than anything that Nancy Pelosi or anybody on this committee has uh, has to tell you or ABC on Thursday. That's definitely a fact. You're going to find more truth in the January 6th documentary that was made by independent journalists that have no agenda than what you're going to hear on the mainstream media. By the way, there was only one gunshot fired on January 6th at the Capitol that day. That was uh, Officer um I forget the gentleman's name, Officer Mike something. I'm sure you remember it, uh, shooting Ashley Babbitt. They're not investigating that, though. No, they're not investigating that. They decided to pass on that. And, and you know, we've seen some January 6th documentaries in the past. This one is going to be different because there's a lot of stuff coming from actually inside these uh, D.C. Gitmo political prisoner camps run by the Democrats. Right. What's so interesting about the documentary, The Truth About January 6th, is it's narrated over the phone by Jacob Lang, who is one of the prisoners, he's one of the most persecuted prisoners from January 6th because he keeps doing stuff like speaking to the news, making documentaries. Um, he was able to uh, you know, have it produced uh, by paying people on the outside to do it and actually narrating it from inside jail on a phone call. So he's one of the most persistent prisoners, and he's so bent set on getting the truth out, and he's one of the guys that are refusing to take a plea deal because he wants the truth to get out. Is matter No matter how much they torture this guy, this guy is literally behind bars in a cell for 22 hours a day, 23 hours a day, for 17 months now he's been in. And he still doesn't want to take the plea deal. And he's still willing to uh, challenge the government and put out a documentary like this one that he's narrating. And there's some never before seen footage in this documentary as well. So um, I encourage everybody to check it out and really to show it to people that know nothing about January 6th, because we all have friends out there who are, I would the kind word would be moderate or moderate or who might be on the left and who don't know anything about January 6th except what they heard from the mainstream media or from leftist media like CNN or MSNBC. And a lot of them still think that January 6th was an insurrection where multiple police officers were killed. A lot of people are under the very false impression that cops were killed that day. More than Which any other officer. time they love. They love dead cops any other time of the year. The left promotes killing cops, but on one day they don't like it. Right on one day, every, all of a sudden, these cops are heroes, and you have everybody, you know, calling them heroes when you they, you don't they don't call them heroes for the rest of the year. But they're um like I said, uh, the left. Uh, I lost my train of thought, uh, Owen. But um, I was just yeah, talking I understand. Democrat logic will do that to you. It's just, that's how, what it's meant to do. Wrap your minds around it. But I was going to encourage people to show this documentary. It was specifically made for people that know nothing about it. 
like people that might not watch Infowars, people that might not read Gateway Pundit or watch some of the right side media. It was made to explain to them that there's another narrative, there's another story out there that you might not have heard, and then it has a lot of uh, evidence to back it, a lot of credibility, and maybe you should do a little bit more research before believing what you see on the mainstream media. So it's really great to show to someone like your grandmother that might not watch uh, Infowars or read the Gateway Pundit. Somebody, it's really explained in a very uh, concise way some of the things that happened that day with with the video proof and and the document, the documented proof that will show people that you know, January 6th wasn't what they thought it was. And let me it was ex- actually more on the people than it was the people attacking the police. It was the police attacking the people. We don't know where they were getting their orders from, Owen, but they were getting them from somewhere. And it was the police attacking the people. And four people died that day. Two men died that day that um, it's coming out more and more that they were probably killed by grenades, by smoke grenades and, and by the explosives that the police were throwing into the crowd. That's how they were killed. And you'll never hear that on the mainstream media. And, and look, who, who knows how many Democrat operatives were out there or federal operatives were out there? We may never know, but it was a planned debacle. The police were set up. The Trump supporters were set up. It was all set up by the Democrats. That's why they stood down the National Guard. That's why they made sure there were less police there that day than even a normal day at the Capitol. It was all to cause that situation and then have their provocateurs go in. They probably had provocateurs on both sides, quite frankly. Um, throwing flashbangs at the crowd, angering them, and then the provocateurs in the crowd shoving police, kicking down the fences. These are the ones that don't get charged, like Ray Epps encouraging it. He magically doesn't get charged in any of this. But but to reemphasize what you're saying, folks, let's say InfoWars gets 3 million people listening a day. Hey, that, that's, that's great. For underground news, totally censored news, that, that's good. 3 million people tuning in, knowing what's going on. That's still only 1% of the population, folks. That's still only a small percent of the population that uh, we need to get this information out to other people. That's why when I see Tucker Carlson covering stuff like this, I'm I'm thanking God because his audience is even bigger. And then when he covers it, that causes other people to cover it as well. So it's this this domino effect. I think people are finally starting to get it. And I think one of the signs here is uh, this story broke today as well. Fox News Channel won't carry coverage of primetime January 6th hearing live. That, to me, says that Fox realized how corrupt, how corrupt it all is. And even though it would be huge for their ratings, I actually applaud Fox News for not, for choosing, as of now, choosing not to air the Democrat propaganda. It's going to be nothing but you know, propaganda. And it's, I, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time watching it. I'm going to watch it because I'm going to write about it. Um, and I'm going to dispel a lot of the stuff that they say, but I mean, I'm just thinking about myself when watching it. I know it's going to make me mad because I know what the truth is. I've done the research. I've done the work. And I know what they're going to report on and what they're going to tell the American public is literally the opposite of the truth. It's literally the opposite of the truth. And that's what's so scary about the media today. Yeah, the media and the Democrat Party can't stop lying to us. But people are starting to get it. Kara Castronova is with us. She writes for the Gateway Pundit. She's been covering this and, and making a big deal out of this, and, and thank God for her efforts there. I want to get your response on the other side to the fact that the Democrats have now hired uh, basically Hollywood movie directors, big Hollywood, big media news directors and producers and editors to come in here and make this a made-for-TV political stunt. And I think that's probably why Fox News is not covering it. I want to take a minute out to address the viewers and listeners of InfoWars and to remind you that we've been vindicated and that world government and its tyrannical aim of depopulation is now out in the open. Everything you and I have done together has been historic. And we cannot continue in this fight without your support. 
I want to encourage you all to be part of history right now. Well, you still can to get the third and final coin in the founding member coin series. The come and take it free men bear arms coins at 1776coin.com. In just a few days, this coin will be gone forever. And you will have the coin in your possession and know you helped InfoWars stay on air at the most critical time in our 28-year history. So I want to thank you all for your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history and to get this historic memento that keeps us on air at InfoWarsStore.com or 1776Coin.com while you still can. InfoWars has made history. You have made history in your support of InfoWars. And one of the biggest tools we've had to circumvent and override the censors has been Patriot Apparel so we can identify each other, so we can spread the word, and so we can push people to websites like InfoWars.com so they can understand the globalist plan and how to stop it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, two months ago we announced we're blowing out of all of our designs of t-shirts, some of which go back more than 25 years. All these shirts are limited edition. They are about to be history and will only exist in your closet, your drawer, or your wardrobe. So, there's only 15,000 shirts of 60 plus thousand left. In a couple weeks, they'll all be gone and they'll be history. We're selling them all at cost at InfoWarsStore.com. So thank you all for your support. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get one of these historic shirts, hoodies, long sleeves, ball caps, you name it, while you still can. I want to thank you all for your support. InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. We now know the Democrats have hired a major news executive producer director from ABC News, the same person that helped ABC News and Gina Robach squash the Jeffrey Epstein story. How do you like that? The same ABC News executive that made sure industrial level sex trafficking, including that of minors on an international scale, was covered up, not covered, but covered up by ABC News. And now the Democrats have hired that individual, I'm sure he's got plenty of moral integrity, to run the made-for-TV event that the Democrats are going to use to try to hype up people to vote in the midterms. I don't think it's going to work, and I think more of it is in response to the American people finding out the truth about January 6th and the evils of the Democrat Party holding political prisoners. But uh, what is your take? What is your response to the Democrats clearly wanting to make this a made-for-TV event, hiring the uh, ABC News executive that helped... Um, make sure nobody knew about Epstein's sex trafficking to run this made-for-TV political stunt? Well, I think it's disgusting. I think that, you know, it's really disrespectful to all the millions of Americans that were there that day. I think it's disrespectful to the families of the people that died, the Trump supporters that died, that they would make a spectacle and use, continue to politicize this. I happen to know for a fact that they did not reach out to any of the four families when it comes to getting their story or investigating the deaths of their loved ones, and that those are the first people that they should be talking to. Um, and it just shows how 
it shows that they're selling lies because the documentary that um, I was involved with, that Jacob Lane released, The Truth About January 6th, is a grassroots documentary that's literally made from the heart and that has so much more truth in it where they have to go to the extent of hiring, you know, a Hollywood producer, a made-for-TV primetime event in order to sell this fake narrative to the American public. The truth isn't doesn't have to be decorated like that. Like, if it's the truth, it's the truth. You don't have to sell it with a primetime um, special, with a special Hollywood producer. It's infuriating. You know, if it was the truth, they wouldn't need all of that. So it's not the truth. Now, where can people find the truth about January 6th documentary? The Truth About January 6th documentary could be found at j6truth.org, or you could go to the Gateway Pundit, and you could do a search. I think we have it at the top of the page right now. So it was released yesterday. It's really great stuff, really grassroots, made by independent journalists, again, that have no agenda. They don't have corporations behind them. They don't have the, you know, the Biden regime behind them. They have no agenda except but to get the truth out for their fellow Americans. So this documentary and the blood, sweat, and tears that were poured into it, like I said, when you, you know, the truth is like a lie and they say you don't have to defend it. It'll defend itself if you release it. We release this documentary into the public. We know that it's the truth. We don't have to defend it. Whereas the Democrats and, you know, ABC primetime are doing making this whole bells and whistles um, show because they're actually hiding what the truth is and they're disguising what the truth is. And everything they're doing is just a big lie. And I really hope the American public is smart enough to see through it on Thursday night. I really do. Well, I know you've learned a lot from your coverage of this and and talking to some of the defendants, some of the political prisoners. I've obviously learned a lot because I'm directly involved in it, and I'm kind of – I don't like to talk about my stuff too much. I mean I've learned a lot, folks. Believe me. I'm kind of playing the long game because I can't lose. I mean sure, they can destroy me. They can can arrest me or whatever. They can destroy me, the individual, but that's a victory that the most evil people in my country are, are trying to destroy me. I view that as a victory, plus I'm innocent, so I can't, I can't lose in that deal. And when the case concludes, maybe uh, you know I'll, I'll publicly state some of the things I've learned and some of the stuff that goes down. But um, he, here's what I can say, and I want to hear what you're hearing about this, because I just know things from my perspective. Um, they, the January 6th committee or um, the FBI or the D.C. police, whoever and everybody who gets access to this stuff— They've read everything. They have all my emails. They have all my text messages. I've given them everything. I didn't even have to. I voluntarily gave it up. And so not only that, they've been able to recover signal messages, which is supposed to be an encrypted app, but somehow they've been able to recover signal messages going on between some of the January 6th defendants. So they've gone through all my stuff. Literally, they've gone through all my stuff. Now, I know I'm probably not dealing with stuff, dealing with people that are acting in good faith, but you know what? I'll act in good faith at the hopes, even if there's a slim chance that they'll deal in good faith. So I turned everything over. So they've seen everything I have. There's nothing there. They keep delaying the case saying, we're still searching, but they've had all my stuff for, for a long time now, folks. There's nothing there. They know it. What about other January 6th defendants? Is it the same story? They've gone through all their emails, all their texts, all their phones, all their communications. They found nothing. Is this a similar thing you're hearing? Yeah, it is. I mean, they, they, they have really nothing on a lot of people because a lot of people really didn't do anything. And, they, you know, they, it's up to the person who's uh, accused to, pr- to prove that in court. So the burden falls on this defendant who's behind bars in solitary confinement with limited resources. They don't have the government... Um, you know, team behind them of lawyers. They're actually having to hire lawyers and a lot of them can't afford to, to prove that they're innocent. When a lot of the stuff that the government is using is 
just completely made up. Like they'll take screenshots that are completely uh, taken out of proportion. I'll give you an example. There was a guy who was helping a police officer up and there's a screenshot, but the screen, what they say in the statement of facts by the FBI, which I'm sure you're familiar with, in the statement of facts, the screen grab says this person was throwing this police officer to the ground. So these screen grabs taken from video could really be manipulated. There's a lot of screen grab manipulation. There's a lot of manipulation taking text messages out of context, taking the worst part out of a sentence and putting it in a statement of facts and using that as on a charging document. And then it's literally up to this poor individual in jail behind bars, suffering, being tortured, to prove that this isn't true, to prove it was taken out of context, to try to get their story out there, which is pretty much really difficult when you're in solitary confinement. And, and by the way, let me just say this for the feds and the Democrats and your lawyers that are all listening. I'm not suggesting doing anything illegal or violating any of the agreements we've made, just so you, you probably got all your panties in a bunch over that last statement. No, I'm not saying I'm going to do that. I'm just saying I'm not talking about any of this stuff until it's all done. But um, let me just stop right there, because what I think, and I think you're spot on, what I think they're going to do is just what you said. They're going to find texts or they're going to find videos or all this other stuff that might have nothing to do with January 6th, nothing to do. They might find a text from a fight with a wife or a girlfriend or someone cracks a joke, maybe a racist joke on the phone. That's the kind of stuff I think they're going to bring up and promote and say, look at how bad these people are. So because they can't prove any crimes went on that day, other than maybe some misdemeanor trespassing or a disruption of Congress, if you went in the building or something, they can't prove anything else. So they're going to have to defame and they're going to have to attack people's character. And I think that's where they're going to try to funnel this now since they can't really prove any uh, sedition. They can't really prove any insurrection. They can't really prove anything like that. Uh, for most of these people, if not all of them, they can't even prove any violence. So I think they're now going to move towards character attacks and they're going to try to say, see, these people are racist. See, these people are bigoted. This is what they talk to each other about. I have a feeling they might try that. And bringing in the fake news producer almost confirms it. Right. No, definitely for sure. And, they, you know, that's, that's always been their, their trick. There was a, a kid last week who was uh, all charges. He was found guilty by a jury, um, basically for being a quote-unquote racist and white supremacist. Um, all of his uh, charges, like you just said, Owen, were that he had said racist things. They found racist memes in his phone. So he's basically a thought criminal. They found some questionable reading at his house when the FBI raided his house. This is literally all true. And they um, wiretapped his best friend and his roommate to come into his house and ask him if he should be, if there should be a civil war. So, you know, when you're just sitting there talking to your friends, oh, should there be a civil war? You think you could just really speak? And he didn't even say anything that bad. He said, I hope that there's not. I don't want to see bloodshed, but you never know. There might be something along those lines. And they literally used that, took it out of context. If you read the fake news, News, the headline is Timothy Hale Cusinelli calls for a civil war, which is absolutely not what he said. It was taken out of context. And literally, he walked into the Capitol and walked out peacefully. That's acknowledged in his charging documents. But the judge kept him behind bars up until now, up until his trial, because they said he had racist uh, memes and uh, racist reading materials in his home. This is a real story. This is not made up. You can't make this stuff up, Owen. You know, I've been dealing with the Democrats long enough to know that folks they're just driven by pure evil. I cannot emphasize that enough. And I know for a lot of people, you can't comprehend it because you're not dealing with these people from point blank range. I'm telling you, the Democrats are pure evil. There's no lie. There's no deception. There's no violence. There's nothing they won't do for their agenda and their lust for power. Kara, uh, in the final 60 seconds, I mean, what, what are the conclusions you've reached about this political party we know as the Democrats uh, with your coverage of the January 6th story in the last year and a half? 
it's really opened my eyes, which were already open to the fact that they'll stop at nothing. They don't care about the families they hurt. They don't care about the country they hurt. They don't care about the collateral damage that they leave behind, which is a lot. And I see it firsthand and I experience it firsthand talking to these prisoners and seeing the lives that they've ruined. And these people just don't care. It means nothing to them as long as they get into office, as long as they maintain power and, and continue to uh, persecute conservative minds or people that actually question the government. It doesn't even have to be conservative. Somebody that questions their agenda, including the ones in their own party that turn against them, they literally will stop at nothing. And, it's and very what's the scary. website for the documentary one more time? J6Truth.org. Definitely check it out. It's an amazing documentary on the truth about January J6Truth.org. Thank you, Kara Casanova. Right I want to take a minute out to address the viewers and listeners of InfoWars and to remind you that we've been vindicated and that world government and its tyrannical aim of depopulation is now out in the open. Everything you and I have done together has been historic. And we cannot continue in this fight without your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history right now. Well, you still can to get the third and final coin in the founding member coin series. The come and take it free men bear arms coins at 1776coin.com. In just a few days, this coin will be gone forever. And you will have the coin in your possession and know you helped InfoWars stay on air at the most critical time in our 28-year history. So I want to thank you all for your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history and to get this historic memento that keeps us on air at InfoWarsStore.com or 1776Coin.com while you still can. Ladies and gentlemen, Ted Cruz was speaking at the Democrats' anti-white hearing today. They call it a hearing on white nationalism and domestic terrorism. Uh, and, of course, it's all about January 6th and how much they hate white men. Here is Ted Cruz in response today. Should be punished severely. Number two, hate is wrong. And number three, the machinery of the federal government should not be used as a tool to target and persecute your political opponents. All three of those propositions should be ideas that bring us together regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum. Unfortunately, we see over and over again efforts to politicize acts of violence. When it comes to white supremacy, when it comes to vicious hate groups like the Klan or the Nazi Party, in my view, they are unequivocally hateful, bigoted, racist morons who should be denounced and despised. I do think my colleagues on the Democratic side of the aisle try very hard to erase the history of the Klan, that it was formed by elected Democrats, that its leadership was almost entirely elected Democrats, that the authors of the Jim Crow laws were without exception elected Democrats. You hear the Democrats grumbling at that truth. And I also think today's congressional Democrats try to use the charge of white supremacy, which is undoubtedly evil, bigoted, and wrong, and weaponized by their own party 
They try to use that as a proxy for attacking a political party they disagree with. And they do so by diminishing anti-Jewish violence, anti-Asian violence, violence directed at white people, violence directed at police. My view is simple. Violence is always wrong. Whatever your ideology, left wing, right wing, no wings. If you are seeking to hurt people, it is wrong. Is violence from white supremacist extremist organizations a problem? Absolutely. As is violence from other hate groups. The Brooklyn subway shooter was a known black supremacist who called for racial violence. The Waukesha attacker. So Ted Cruz goes on here telling the truth. And um, a Trump-endorsed candidate is making waves right now, Blake Masters. He said... Um, uh, Blake Masters, Senate candidate, blames gun violence on black people, frankly, and it's kind of being taken out of context. But, you know, here's what it is. Here's what it is. You want to talk about white supremacy all day long? Let's talk about black degeneracy. How about that? Oh, you don't want to talk about that. But you say, hey, you're not allowed to say something like that. That's bigoted. But wait a second. Is that not what the Democrats claim every day? When the Democrats campaign on the plight of black people or all of the problems black people face and they blame it on racism. I mean, the inherent assumption there is that black people are somehow worse off than white people. Is that not correct? So you are admitting that there's a problem in the black community. You are admitting that. Now, you might be trying to blame something else, but you are recognizing that clearly the black community in America has a problem. But really, it's only in Democrat-run cities And it's really in houses that don't have a father or a nuclear family. So you want to talk about white supremacy all day long, you can show nothing. Why don't you talk about black degeneracy? Why don't you talk about fatherless homes? Why don't you talk about black on black crime? Why don't you talk about the crime rates of the demographics? I don't like getting into the racial stuff. I don't want to play these games of skin color this, demographics that. But the left wants to play it all day long and talk about white supremacy, but they don't want to talk about the black degeneracy. You know why? Because they caused it. shows like Family Matters and Full House anymore. You get shows like Euphoria that's all about little kids and minors having sex and gay sex and bisex. It's softcore pedophilia porn, folks. And they run it on HBO and then they give all the actors and actresses awards to promote it. It's disgusting. It's despicable. And then they say, oh, what's going on with the world? What's wrong? Well, no, you, you have ushered in cultural degeneracy and rot. And you know, that's the problem is, as Evelyn Ray joins us, Evelyn, it really is a problem 
that we never address the root cause, which is the cultural rot, the cultural degeneracy, the getting away from God, the getting away from the nuclear family, and we look to all these different political footballs to blame and kick back and forth instead of addressing the issue, and so it continues to get worse. It just continues to get worse, and I know that's not why you came on today, but um, you cover this, you see this, you talk about this. Why do we continue to ignore the obvious, the elephant in the room? We're living through cultural decay and degeneracy, Sodom and Gomorrah would be jealous. Uh, it's the godless society. It's, it's the liberal mentality. Why don't we do it in the road? Why don't we sexualize kids that are doing all of it now? Until we accept that that's the root cause and the problem, none of this is ever going to get better, Evelyn. No, unfortunately, we're on a very dangerous trajectory. That's for sure. And we've been saying this and shouting this from the rooftop for so long. And, you know, you wonder at what point are people going to realize. But I'm starting to think that... Maybe they're incapable. Maybe there's a lot of spiritual blindness, willful blindness. People hate the idea of personal responsibility. People are very narcissistic. We've almost lauded narcissism over everything else. And unfortunately, when you have those culturally regressive ideologies, um, it's it's a one-way ticket to to hell. Um, and you know, as you mentioned, we're a very very godless society. You have to ask yourself. Why is it that the West or, you know, Western civilization has been so prosperous? And you've got to look at where we came from. You know, we came from the backbone of of Christian values and morality. And, you know, we built our society on morality and religion. And now we've just kind of kneecapped it. And everything that we built on top is kind of crumbling down. And like you said, like we're, we're in this sinking ship and we've got a bucket and we're, we're, you know, dishing all the water out of the ship. But until we find where these leaks are and actually plug them, we're just going to keep sinking and going around and around and exhausting ourselves with these single buckets trying our best to stay afloat. But we've got some real big uh, leveling and some shaking up to happen, I think. And we're going to have to go through some pretty hard times uh, to get rid of these uh, decaying ideologies that are just ruining our kids in their future. Well, and you pointed one out there, the lack of accountability or responsibility. You could use a thousand examples if you could use one. And, and the one, though, that I think is apparent is the abortion issue. Women don't want to be responsible for the kid that they created. I mean, that's all it comes down to. They don't want to be responsible. They don't, they don't want to take uh, necessary measures, which shouldn't be that hard, to avoid pregnancy. There's plenty of options, including abstinence. They don't like to hear that. They want to be able to have their cake and eat it too. The easiest way to go about it and have no responsibility. That's why they love abortion. They want to be able to engage in sexual debauchery without any responsibility. And, and it's, that's just one example. I mean, you could use it across the board, but that, that really, I think, sums a lot of it up is they want consequence-free life. They want everything for free. They want everybody to be miserable. They want everyone to be under mandates. And they just want to be able to somehow live a consequence-free life where they can either blame someone else for all their problems or just have some sort of a death plug at the end of it like abortion to just say, eh, we'll just, we'll just engage in death to avoid our problems. Yeah, to be fair, I think that um, it's equally with men. Men like sex without consequence, which is why in the 60s you saw men pushing for the sexual liberation of women because they're on the streets and they're genuine simps. I hate the way that that word's misused for decent 
God-fearing, honouring men these days. But back in the 60s, they were genuine simps who were, you know, on the streets with these women wanting sexual liberation because they're going, you beauty, I can have sex without consequence. Um, And, you know, it was unfortunately the 60s was a very, very bad thing. The sexual liberation led to many things. It sold women the lie of modern feminism. And you can just see how quickly that lie has turned into this incredibly complex and dangerous web that traps young women. Men and women are very different by nature, by our our inherited nature. How dare you, you big... sex is very different... (laughs) <laughs> it's very different for, um, you know, women to, to men, but it's been just sold alive from then. And it's just, it's like this snowball. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah, abortion is a great example of that because um, it basically means you don't have to have personal responsibility. And that's why over time they've weaponized language to try and desensitize us to how horrific abortion is. It's gone from murder, it's gone from killing, it's gone all the way down to now healthcare. And that's what they've done to try and normalize it, to try and take the edge off how actually abhorrent it really is by its very nature. And by the way, you're all right. You're definitely right. It's a men's and women's issue. But but I will just say, just to play devil's advocate here, a woman can abort the baby consequence-free, but a man has to, play ch- has to pay child care payments until he's 18. We can't get rid of that, but, but I know that's not where you're going. But see, you nailed it on the head because how is it we've come, the, the, the feminist movement has come so far to it's really, now it's, it's pro-man. Men can be women, dominate women's sports, be the first woman this, first woman that, when it's really just a man. And other than, I guess, child care payments or the, the notion thereof, Men can have consequence-free sex with women, too, and they just assume, oh, whatever, you'll have the abortion. You see, the good thing about all of this, Owen, is that stupidity can't sustain itself. And you can see that what they're doing is not going to sustain itself for very long because logic would show that they're so inconsistent that their inconsistencies are going to get them unstuck. And we're just going to have to sit back and watch it. And it's kind of happening now with sports and women. And now you can see the conflict between the feminist and the LGBT rainbow brigade, because you can see how they're now um, in this crossroads where they're like, oh, hang on a minute. This kind of contradicts everything I've been saying for this long, but this affects me and people don't like that. So it's, it's only a matter of time before it implodes. And I think, you know, it's just, I'm just sad for the innocent victims that are going to suffer from this implosion um, along the way. And I think that's just what we really have to try and protect the casualties from this war within its own movement that I think is going to happen. But I, I watched this documentary series called Eve in Exile, and it's put, been put out by Canon Press, which is this really good uh, Christian organ, uh, like church sort of group in Idaho. And um, it talks about feminism and how it's not just modern feminism that's rotten. And it goes all the way back to the first wave of feminism and it critiques even like the intricate workings from then. And the second wave movement is what brought in abortion and how we lost gender roles and identity. It's a very, very good documentary that kind of gives you an idea of how things might seem innocent, like, oh, yeah, this is great, we're giving women rights, but underneath all of that, that was never the motivation, that was never the intention. The intention was always leading to abortion. It was never to give women the vote. Um, And it's interesting because if we look at the ideologies now that we're seeing, 
whilst they might seem innocent, I think it's important that we start really analysing and critiquing what the intention, the motive and where the person who's pushing these ideas actually wants to see it go. Because they, they'll never come out, you know, like straight between the eyes. They'll gently edge in. And we've got to be better at identifying that from the get-go before it escalates to the point that we're seeing today. And, and the modern-day leftist feminists have gone so mentally ill now. We have to do documentaries called What is a Woman? Because they won't even tell you. I remember in 2017, I was at the UT campus, and there was a feminist biology teacher debating me, saying there is no biological difference between men and women. What? I mean, Evelyn, why? you can grow a beard, right? I mean, you're just shaving your face. I mean, you can grow a beard if you wanted. The biggest sale of the historic year 2022 is here. It's our Memorial Day special that runs for one week, double Patriot points, and up to 60% off. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't stay on air without your support. Plus, these are amazing products, books, films, supplements, water filtration, air filtration, and so much more. So please visit InfoWarsStore.com today and take advantage of the biggest sales yet in 2022 and help us stay on air. Plus, boost your immune system with our Immune Boost Formula. 60% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And so many other products are at 40 to 60% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also call toll-free. Our great operators will answer all your questions and take your order over the phone. 888-253-3139. That's 888-253-3139. Thanks for being part of the tip of the spear. I want to take a minute out to address the viewers and listeners of InfoWars and to remind you that we've been vindicated and that world government and its tyrannical aim of depopulation is now out of the open. Everything you and I have done together has been historic. And we cannot continue in this fight without your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history right now. Well, you still can to get the third and final coin in the founding member coin series, the come and take it free men bear arms coins at 1776coin.com. In just a few days, this coin will be gone forever. And you will have the coin in your possession and know you helped InfoWars stay on air at the most critical time in our 28-year history. So I want to thank you all for your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history and to get this historic memento that keeps us on air at InfoWarsStore.com or 1776Coin.com while you still can. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Evelyn Ray is our guest, writer for Cauldron Pool. And Evelyn, for the life of me, I can't remember why I originally wanted to invite you on. So I'm just going to ask you, what are you covering right now at Cauldron Pool? What's the big breaking news for you? Or, or is there anything we need to know about the uh, medical tyranny in Australia that we're not hearing? Well, um, I'll, I'll start with the, the worst of it, Owen, <laughs> which um, probably is no shock to you considering the things I've told you what's going on over here so far. So in one of our states in Australia, South Australia to be specific, uh, their, um, their emergency powers for COVID have expired, their state of emergency. All of the things that basically gave them the 
legal right to um, lock us in our homes for so long. Within one week of that expiring, they have now declared another state of emergency. Would you believe what it is, Owen? It is a state of emergency for climate. Ah, climate yes. Emergency. <laughs> so That's actually what it week, was. Obviously, is- you're, 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 thank you for reminding me. That's what it was because now they're using Australia as the example to transfer from the COVID tyranny to the climate tyranny. It would appear so. You see, they've put this lovely little fine print. You know how, like, when they sell you medicine, it's like, this is wonderful, but the fine print's like this massive, like, thing about, you're going to die if you take this. Yeah, it's like, oh, this medicine is the greatest medicine you could ever take. (laughs) Side effects include death, 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 death. Yes. Well, they've put this little caveat, this fine print in the bottom of this state of emergency, saying that the climate emergency isn't going to give the South Australian government the same powers that it gave during COVID. So they've tried to sort of water it down and dilute it and say, we've declared a state of emergency, but 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 it's okay, everybody. It's all right. They're not going to have as many powers as before. But those of us uh, who, uh, you know, have sort of been awake to what's been going on and who have lived through the trauma of the last few years in Australia are seeing this as one big giant red flag because... Unfortunately, like all of the other states in Australia, they're probably going to follow suit. And then we have the problem. What if federally, our federal government then decide to also declare a state of emergency for climate? And you see, oh, and we just went through our federal election over here. And if you can imagine the worst possible scenario happening, it's probably happened. So we've had our equivalent of probably our Democratic Party take power. But only 30% of Australians voted for that particular party and they've had to make up most of their votes with our Greens members, our Teal members, um, which is basically environmentalist climate alarmists. So we have... Our and, and by the way, not to interrupt, Demo- but, but I want to explain something. This is why I'm actually against um, a third party in America because, folks, you're going to end up in a situation where Democrats are only going to need 30% of the vote to retain power like in Australia or like Trudeau in Canada. I'd rather have the populist um, common sense takeover of the Republican Party. I think it's a better path to victory because of what all, what is happening in Australia that uh, Evelyn is laying out. I'm sorry to disrupt. I just wanted to interject that point. No, it's a good point um, because basically what this means is our our federal party that's in power, which is our Labor Party, they are basically, um, they're, they're being held um, captive by many of these Greens uh, politicians because if they want anything passed through our parliament, it's going to have to go through the hands of all these people. That's when a lot of wheeling and dealing takes place and the people that they're wheeling and dealing with are unfortunately not as many of the conservative independents that you would like. It's gone the other way with these environmentalist teal sort of things. And so we're in this real crossroads at the moment in Australia because um, we've got rising house prices. We've got elect. We've just been told our electricity is going to go up for rates. We've had interest rates with our banks go up exponentially to the point where people uh, can't sell their homes. They want to sell their homes. Things with our economy here are not looking fantastic and our cost of living is not looking fantastic. And now they've put these environmentalists in power and it's quite scary to see like what that's going to lead to. Is it going to lead to more tyranny? 
I would suggest, in my opinion, yes. And to top this off, we found out this week as well, the state premier in Victoria, Dan Andrews, He's the, he was basically the worst of the worst. It's come out with a freedom of information request that he has a data agency that he's been using since 2020 during COVID, which has been collecting the data of Australians, social media, their transactions, all of these secret things so that he can make decisions in government. And he's even said in this freedom of information request in, the, in all the notes that were obtained has been said that he's going to continue using this data agency and this information to make decisions in um, government moving forward. So it's quite scary. We literally have Big Brother. It's been revealed through freedom of information requests that that's what the government have been doing to everyday Australians. So what you're using on your credit card, your, your subscriptions, your social media accounts, the government knows everything and has access to everything and has said they're going to continue to access those things moving forward. So it's pretty uh, not not looking good. The future's not looking as bright as I would like, Owen. Well, look at the theme. The theme comes back to the last segment. Oh, Dan Andrews. Oh, I, I'm just I'm just going off this algorithm. I'm just going off this data set. So now he can avoid all blame, all responsibility. And that's outside of the fact someone else is controlling this and could be rigging it. But see, it's, it, it comes back to that theme is, oh, oh, I, you know, I didn't call for the lockdowns. I didn't call for the masks. I was just going off this data. I, I was just going off this other thing. Yeah, they like to have something to turn back to to try to justify what they've done because when you actually look at fact and when you actually look at science, there is no justification for the things that they have done to us particularly over here for the last five years. I mean, I wasn't allowed within five kilometres of my home for a while there. There are thousands and thousands of us who have lost our jobs because we're unvaccinated. They can't justify it anymore because we're all, well, apparently 90% of the country is double jabbed. Who knows how many are triple jabbed and yet COVID is continuing to rise. Um, They've got no justification and they're scrambling. They're doing things backwards. They've done something, they've gone too far. They can't just be man enough or woman enough, we have some women premiers here, to say, I'm so sorry, I got it wrong. We did the wrong thing. They can't do that. There's too much pride. There's too much ego. There's too much power. There's too much money. And so they just got to keep going with it. So they're desperately scrambling to try to save face because they know that if all of us catch on to the evil that they've done to us over the last few years, it's not going to fly. So you guys need to listen to what they're saying and, and, and then hear what they're saying and understand. When they talk about uh, shutting down society because of a virus, that's to set the precedent that if there's a dangerous virus that you shut down society. Once that precedent is accepted, then they're going to decide that you, the human, are the virus so that then you'll accept the lockdowns because of the human virus causing man-made climate change. And when they say they want to stop man-made climate change, well, what's the first word there? Man. They want to stop man. They want to stop humanity. So when they talk about these things, you need to listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they're admitting. Then you won't be so shocked with the world going the way it is. And keep an eye on Australia, folks. If they start going into climate lockdowns, I think it's going to start spreading very fast after that. FreeWorldOutlet.com 
That is a very important URL for InfoWars supporters that want to get great products and save massively. FreeWorldOutlet.com is an amazing organization that we have partnered with who is helping us purchase more product into the future so they can sell our products at a greater discount than you'll normally find at InfoWarsStore.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com is amazing. We're partnered with them. And things like DNA Force Plus that have been sold out at InfoWars Store is available there. Things like X2 being sold at full price, 40% off at FreeWorldOutlet.com and so much more. Here's some of the others. Knockout Sleep Support, 50% off. Brain Force Plus, 50% off. Ultimate Rome Broth, 50% off. And so many other specials you won't find anywhere else but FreeWorldOutlet.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com and keep InfoWars in the air while getting great products. Infowars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. All right, Evelyn Ray is with us for the rest of the hour, but uh, Evelyn, I'm going to have to ask you kind of be the resident female commentator here because I just I need your take on some some female oriented news here that uh, really just has me confused and so I don't I don't quite fully understand it and then in the next segment I'm afraid that uh, I'm gonna have to be scolding you because my guess is you have done nothing to be more inclusive to trans women. I'm going to go ahead and, and make that assumption that you have done nothing to be more inclusive to trans women. Um, that's very short-sighted and bigoted of you. But you're going to have a chance to redeem yourself in the next segment. Uh, let's start with this one. Woman follows cheating boyfriend to restaurant using Apple Air Tags, runs him over in parking lot, and kills him. Uh, Evelyn, should men be afraid to share their location data with their girlfriends? I think that, yes, you should be afraid to share. I I think that women act very much with their emotions, um, very irrationally. So you've got to expect, not necessarily to be run over, but you've got to expect some uh, actions based purely on emotion. But um, first of all, before we do get into this segment, I just need to clarify, I'm not a biologist as well. So I just need to make that clear for legal purposes. Um, so but so you can't say what a woman is either, huh? <laughs> oh, I can. I'm happy to. I, I, I'm happy to say that it's all in the chromosomes, Owen. Uh, it's all in the chromosomes, whether you're, you're a man or a woman. But, um, you know, you've got to put these caveats out there just in case. You just can never be too sure. See, the funny thing is, and I don't even know if we can find it. It's like lost tape in the info war that, of, of everything getting censored. But I, I don't know. Maybe the magical crew can find it. I remember debating a UT feminist professor, a woman, and she had a group of women out uh, that witnessed this, students, and she made the argument, this was in 2017, so this was kind of before all the most recent madness. 
She made the argument to myself and her class that there was no biological difference between men and women. None. None. That's a, that's a UT professor, a, a higher education professor. I'm just, how do you even wrap your mind around that? It's like, it's, it's against all biology. I mean, do I have to sit here and, and go through like the second grade? I mean, when did you learn about biology and men and women and, and the male reproductive system and the female reproductive system? or more advanced classes like the brain chemicals and everything else. I mean, there's a distinctive difference between men and women on so many different levels. Why do feminists want to argue that now there is no difference between men and women? Why do you suppose that is? Well, there's two fractions of the feminist movement. They're the ones that have realized how inconsistent their worldview is, especially in light of transgenderism. So they have to continue with the lie and then there's these new feminists who are like, oh, crap, <laughs> this, goes, this, this goes against my whole ideology, which is for women. So you can see the conflict within their own movement now. But uh, I think what it is, especially from a very basic science level, is they're redefining science. They're redefining gender. They're redefining all of these definitions because based on actual science, based on actual logic, based on actual common sense, based on actual just being a human and having inherited knowledge um, based on all those things, their whole worldview is inconsistent and is fallible and will collapse. So that's why they're going back into the systems and redefining things. That's why they're changing the definitions of things to suit their science as opposed to objective, impartial science. They've got this um, world that they live in in their head. And instead of them coming to terms with the reality outside of their head, they're trying to make the reality inside their head as the ultimate and only source of, of reality and truth. Um, and that's sort of what we're seeing now. And the class. That's why they say, oh, it's my truth. Usually... It's my truth. Yeah, that's it. That's the famous line, my truth. Well, the truth owes Oh, they did it. Nothing. They found the video. Well, look at that. See, you can't even watch the video because it's banned. University professor denies basic science to brainwash college students. Video's banned. <laughs> yeah, typical. It's typical. But, yeah, I think if you, if you look at the classroom, which is where you learn these things, if you look at uh, all of these institutions, which you historically would go to to get smarter, it's no longer the case that instead of teaching you how to think, they teach you what to think. And they're putting people in place to suit the agenda, to suit their ideology, to be able to just tell kids what to think. So kids are being grown up, not being able to use logic and reason and rationality and common sense and objectiveness and impartiality. Those things are lost in the school system. And the school system is now more a, a front for political uh, indoctrination. And it's like a recruitment for political activists and teachers it's hard to tell the difference between a teacher and a political activist just like it's hard to tell the difference between a journalist and a political activist i don't know how hard it is actually that's pretty easy for me actually (laughs) like here's an example if you're going to drag queen stripper time for kids let me ask you this how how do you you did a pretty good job explaining your your logic with the last answer is a tough one you did well though so try to try this one on for size. How do you explain mothers 
taking their children, their young children, to drag queen stripping time for kids. I think obviously that there's something. Okay, nature hates a void. They nature hates a void by by its very nature. If there's a void, you try to fill it. Just like silences, people by nature do not feel comfortable and do not enjoy silences. So when there's silence, you try to fill it. Obviously, these mothers have got some void. They've got something that they need, whether their identity is in question, whether they had issues growing up and their children are filling this void for them. And unfortunately, there's, there's this narcissistic desire to use their children to feed their own ego. And I think that to, it's, it's, it's the abuse at the highest form because these children fall, fall under their authority, under their protection, under their guidership. And no one's telling you to not love your kid if your kid's confused. And that's the problem. They, they try to say any of us who speak out against these things, we hate. It's like none of any of this is hatred. This comes from a place of, of love and of care. Um, and, you know, I think that these mothers and parents who um, are doing this are filling some horrible void in their own lives and exploiting the most vulnerable, um, which is their kids. And it's actually it actually just breaks my heart because, Kids aren't born racist. Kids aren't born homophobes. Kids aren't aren't born hating people based on all these things. It's us adults who yeah, are they're born innocently destroying them. Well, we could get into theology. We're all born sinful. I want to go into well, the I'm theology. Sorry. I, I'm meaning, I'm meaning sin, a child but... is born innocent. Like it doesn't assume anything about you, whether you're a woman or your skin color or anything like that. And until or I don't even believe kids are confused. I don't even believe that. I think they might be confused after going to drag queen stripper time. That might confuse a kid. Oh, absolutely. That And that's what's happening. Um, you know, if I was born in this era and I didn't have parents who were Christians and, and more conservative like I was, I would probably be a man because when I was young, I was interested in train sets. I was interested in cowboys uh, with, with my guns. I was horse riding as a child my parents would lose me in the, in the paddocks of the farm i would just off i would go off on my little adventure in my little fantasy world in my mind thinking that i was some you know explorer. john wayne like that was me i wasn't thought you were john I, wayne i thought i was i thought i was um but you know like if i was growing up in a different era it'd be a very different story i'm so grateful that i wasn't forced to be confused we'll be right back the biggest sale of the historic year, 2022, is here. It's our Memorial Day special that runs for one week. Double Patriot points and up to 60% off. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't stay on air without your support. Plus, these are amazing products, books, films, supplements, water filtration, air filtration, and so much more. So please visit InfoWarsStore.com today and take advantage of the biggest sales yet in 2022 help us stay on air plus boost your immune system with our immune boost formula 60 percent off right now at infowarstore.com and so many other products are at 40 to 60 percent off right now at infowarstore.com you can also call toll free our great operators will answer all your questions and take your order over the phone triple eight two five three three one three nine that's triple eight two five three three one three nine thanks for being part of the tip of the spear Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. 
look, I, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm, I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? You know what, Alex? Hey, I put him on pause again. Hey, Frank! Do you understand it's not bragging to say we are the tip of the spear, we're under attack, we need your help? As much begging as I do, we can barely pay the bills and grow in the face of this. I'm not going to just stop growth and let them start pushing us backwards. You understand? I need your help, Frank! I need your help, Frank! Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and help fund the InfoWars. Do you understand? I need your help, Frank! Free Press needs your help, Frank! Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, I'm going to make a bold assumption here that our guest, Evelyn Ray, has not properly been inclusive to trans women. But that's okay because I'm here to help. I'm here to help, Evelyn with your bigotry, and I know you have not been inclusive to trans women here on this Gay Pride Month, and so um, there's a story I think you really need to hear. And guys, I want you guys to have uh, Evelyn on the screen as she's hearing this so we can get her response to this in real time, uh, because I think the emotion needs to be captured on camera. Evelyn, I need you to listen very closely to this. Um, This is from IQFY.com, and uh, folks... They publish stories like this all the time. They don't claim to be parody. I, maybe they're serious. Maybe they're not. But um, I think I think Evelyn, you could you could learn something here. So um, brace yourself. And to the audience, uh, well, if you have younger kids, you may want them to tune out. Unless you're taking them to Drag Queen Story Time, then you're probably okay with something like this. Uh, so Evelyn, it's time for you to be more inclusive to trans women. I'm going to try to read this with a straight face, folks. This is unbelievable. I can't even encourage women to smell their poop to be more inclusive to trans women. In solidarity with trans women, this month you can make a difference by putting your olfactory system to use while going number two. You listen to this, Evelyn? We are sincerely asking all women to please spend more time smelling their poo during bathroom breaks and to critically examine what many of our gender have to endure as part of the cost of bottom surgery. It's very serious stuff. It is time for all of us to do work to truly emphasize with the sights, sounds, and smells endured by every member of our large and beautiful gender community. Oh, it's large, all right. Including those with distinct transitioning odors. Based on gram stain, the majority of smears revealed a mixed microflora that had some similarity with bacterial vaginosis microflora, and that contained various amounts of Kokai, polyphorus, mesh, 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 often fusion form and comma-shaped rods with spirockets. The social taboo around frank discussion of smells is already quite strong, but doubly so when it comes to the ones that come from our male to female neo-vaginas. If you are a regular on advice and trans subreddits, you know you usually don't have to wander too far down the feeds before coming across anonymous posts carefully prodding for advice on neo-vaginal smells, like this one. One night I was going down on her, so she washed her bits before she came into the bedroom and laid on my bed. I was about a few inches from her face 
when I noticed a foul smell that could best be described as stale urine, cheesy, and a bit like feces. Uh, this is apparently something that uh, male to female, uh, male to female surgeries are uh, causing here. Um, it goes on. This individual tries to deal with the uh, distinct odors. Can't has to pull away. Um, but before we get to the cultural impact and scientific and science of unique genital sense, read on to learn about the sad story that sparked a poovolution in the Canadian public school. As I was transitioning, I found it triggering to my cisgender female friends that didn't smell like poo. The top of the fateful note read, it had arrived by the way of the Trans Express. That's why that's what they called it there. The relatively small but respected Canadian school had just set up an anonymous tip for LGBTQ folks to alert the faculty to issues faced by their community. It was a lavender wooden box decorated with cheery handwriting, plastic flowers, and other colorful accents discreetly placed by the janitor's closet near the main bathrooms. Three times a week, the woman describing herself as the school's trans mama bear ceremoniously poured its heartbreaking contents onto the table of the faculty lounge. I can't tell the difference between liberalism and parody these days, so it's hard to know what's a joke and what's not because half liberal activity is a complete uh, deranged joke. But there you go, folks. Maybe it's real, maybe it's not. But I hope you're being more inclusive to trans women now. I hope you'll take this to heart, uh, Evelyn. Very serious stuff, okay? Yeah, uh, I felt the whole time that you were reading that the song "Hello Darkness" my old friend needed to be playing in oh, the dang background. It, it just—we can just add that continued. in post, guys. Let's add that in post. It just got worse and worse, and like you said, it's. Do people take these things seriously? That's what I want to know. Like, and even the trans community, like, surely they would be like more upset by this than feel empowered by this like surely like surely right owen like is it mm. is, is, is this real i am it's I hard to tell you can't tell right. i mean the left has gone so so unimaginably psychotic you don't know is it a joke is it real i mean you never know these days i mean surely no one's taken it seriously and actually gone home and committed to the assignment uh, uh, mm. I don't even want to ask that question, actually. I'm going to retract that. I don't want to know the answer to that. I actually, uh, I bet they do. The Reddit posts are definitely I, real. I genuinely. I mean, you can yeah, find the post on Reddit. I genuinely feel sorry for I mean, oh, wow. You, uh, you. I mean, like, I've actually. You mutilated your genitals and now you're having side effects. Who would have thought? Yeah. It's heartbreaking because I've I've gone on some of these forums to see like the transition regret or the surgery regret and people have posted photos um, on these things who have had bottom surgery or top surgery and said, look what's happened. And I don't know how someone can function for the rest of their life with what has happened, the mutilation down there and live a full or completely happy life. Only by the grace of God that can happen. But um it, it actually breaks my heart. And I don't know why anybody would want to push somebody in this direction. I mean, we all want to, like, you'd have to be a Satanist. You'd have to be a sociopath or a psychopath to want harm to come to any human being. 
But at what point is us being tolerant and loving actually bad? Because I think accepting something like this and, and wanting somebody to live their life miserably like that is very unloving. And we have a responsibility to put the brakes on and, and really um, assess things because that genital mutilation is for the rest of your life. You can't undo it. And you've got to live your life every day of your life carrying that around. And if you look at statistics of people in these communities, they've got higher rates of mental disorders, depression, suicide. Why would you want anybody to go down there? And this isn't because we're so intolerant that they're suicidal. That's a lie. That's one of the lies that they sell. There's there's huge regret when it comes to surgery. There's huge regret when it comes to transition. Yet there's nothing really out there for people who need help when they've gone down that path and come back. I I mean, poo sniffing aside, it's just heartbreaking. Really, no, 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 no. That's trans inclusion. Suffer. That's trans inclusion. Oh no. Well, I guess I'm not inclusive because I, uh, I will not well, be participating. I know. We we had a feeling. Like... This is real, though. It's on the Gateway Pundit. Norwegian feminist is being investigated under hate crime charges for saying men can't be lesbians. Oh, we've done it now. But, I mean, hey, men can get pregnant. Men can be lesbians. I mean, how dare you suggest otherwise? You're not going to comment, huh? We're on a terrible path. You've been been caught... I'm speechless. You've been caught in your open bigotry towards trans people for not wanting to endure their pain and their hardship. I mean, you know what? I think, really, you should take it to the next level. We should be locking ourselves in porta-potties for 24 hours a day just to stand with the trans uh, men and women out there that are apparently having complications after mutilating their genitals. I don't know who could have seen that coming. But um, we really need to do more to be inclusive and acceptive and accepting towards these people. And we should just volunteer our kids as tribute uh, to really show them how much we care. And if you don't agree with all that, you're a hardcore bigot and um, you're probably going to be censored off the Internet. And soon your social credit score will go down to zero and you won't be able to participate in society. That's where all of this is going, Evelyn Ray. So you better shape up. All right. Yes, I'm, I'm going to have to prepare myself for the re-education camps, I think. That's where I'm – if they have their way, that's probably where I'm headed, I think. Yeah, you're going to walk into the re-education camp, and there's going to be a 300-pound man in a dress with a beard uh, dry-humping the air as uh, you walk in. And if you grimace at all at that site, you go into one of the, uh, the dark sites because they immediately know you're one of the worst and you're going to need hardcore – uh, therapy to accept um, grown men with beards and tutus dry humping the ground. If you don't like that, you're a bigot. All right, Evelyn Ray, uh, thanks for uh, putting up with a little comedic, uh, a little comedic relief here in the final segment. Thanks for joining us. Where can people follow your work? Thanks for having me and throwing me in the deep end, Owen. I'll, I'll get you for that one day. Um, but you can follow me at cauldronpool.com for my authored my writing um, and on all social media. Um, you can find me at Evelyn Ray. So thanks for having me on, Owen. All right, final hour of the InfoWars. I don't care.
matter if you work in a cafeteria or pump gas or whether you're a farmer, a rancher, a doctor, a lawyer, or a millionaire. Fortune and Money Magazine have all done these profiles. You see it every year. 30 different tax returns, 30 different answers. 50 different tax returns, 50 different answers. And almost all of them just screw you over, especially the big firms and, and, and the big tax groups, because they're part of the system and they don't want the general public understanding this and knowing this. So it's a very important situation with inflation and all the things out there hurting everybody to be able to do things tax-wise that's legal and lawful that allows you to keep more of your money. We wouldn't even be here if I hadn't gotten great tax advice in the last few years. The only way you fail is not writing down the URL, jonestaxrelief.com, one word, jonestaxrelief.com, or call 833-900-4285, 833-900-4285.